edition of the show. It's Wednesday, February, excuse me, frog in my throat, Wednesday, February 16th, 2022, flying solo today. Kyle Klingman is headed up to the Iowa State Championships, or actually the dual state championships are going on right now, uh, here live on here on Flow, and the individual Iowa State's state states we'll ask kd what he thinks about that but uh, individual states right now going on uh tomorrow in iowa and um let's bring on our first guest it's khalid coach katie dasson um up in new york how you doing today coach good thank you for having me mark yeah thanks so much for joining us kd um and i know you you know We'll get in like COVID and how that was actually a good thing for you. Um, and, and I know you coach a lot of kids in New York area, but how did you, how did you get introduced to wrestling? Um, how old were you and, and what, what, what was that like for you? So I actually didn't start wrestling until my freshman year of high school, late into my freshman years of high school. I mean, I had like 10 matches my freshman year. Um, actually, I was forced into, I always did like the grappling and the jujitsu stuff. And then I just kind of got, my coach was like, hey, if you want to take this to the next level, you have to wrestle. Um, who's actually my uncle owns this gym, uh, Sam Margie. And he's like, you have to wrestle. And I forced me into it. And I said, you know what? I'll go try it out. Um, and then I loved it. Just loved it from the first day I was there. Just didn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Freshman year, that's like a lot of different starts. You know, that's a later start, right? Especially with a lot yeah. of the kids that are having a lot of success nationally. What was it? If you were already doing jujitsu and, and some other things that were similar, what, 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 what was it about wrestling that was different and maybe that you really liked and – brought you to the point where you are today uh it's just a, it's just a tougher sport i just loved how tough it was and um it was something that you know i was pretty successful in jiu-jitsu and um and i just said you know this is something i'm not good at. i want to i want to really try to get better i just thought it was so much more i like i like the kind of the team kind of feel a little bit too you know in jiu-jitsu you're kind of all on your own like, i mean you're from you're from a sort of like a gym or a club but um just, just the, just the team feel, the duels. I mean, all, it was all so, it was so cool. I've never seen anything like it. You know what I mean? Um, and then, you know, it's just I wasn't good at it, and I wanted to be good at it. You know, and I was already good at this one thing, so I just kind of just dropped it all and said, "Hey, I have to do, I have to focus on wrestling." What was that that experience like? Being good and having success in jujitsu, and then doing wrestling, which is similar, not that different, but different enough, and not having success right away, and having to go like drop deck back down on the pecking order. Uh, it was tough. It was tough. And, and I was young and, uh, you know, it, w- it wasn't easy. And I needed to learn a whole other set of rules. Um, but, you know, I, I really enjoyed the whole, the whole process of it and, and, and the different rules that, you know, apply to wrestling opposed to jiu-jitsu. Uh, but it really was fun. It was fun to learn it. And, I, you know, I made some mistakes. I mean, I was going to my back almost purposely in some of my, in some of my earlier stage matches. And I was almost like, you know, someone throw a half Nelson. I thought I could like roll to my back and like get it get to his back. And it was just, it just wasn't, wasn't a thing. And next thing I know, I was like on my back. I was like fighting off. Uh, but I always be hard off my back. I don't, I don't think too often uh, my freshman year. Yeah. Um, so oh. starting as a freshman, right? What, how, how do you set goals, right? As uh, most of the kids that are on this show or right where state champs or, or, or they're look national and world champs. So that they, they came into high school thinking I want to be a four time state champ and I want to go wrestle at this university. And, but for you coming into wrestling as a freshman, when did you start to set goals and what kind of goals were those? Uh, well, I, there was no, I didn't understand the sport. I didn't know that there was like a state championship. I didn't know. Okay. I just knew there was tournaments that we would enter into in the weekend. So to be honest, no, until like my junior sophomore junior year did I start to really set goals um because I didn't know I didn't understand wrestling like 
You tell me we're going to Dumi. I said, what is that? Where, where, where are we going? I was on a bus and I was like, where are we headed right now? I don't understand. Where, where, we're all teaming up to face another team. What's going on? Like, uh, it, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was more trying to learn how to win, trying to learn the sport. My freshman year, I guess that was my goal, try to learn the sport. Uh, and then in the later years, you know, that's when I was really started to like, hey, I want to win a state title. Hey, I want to win a section title and slowly get better and better and better uh, throughout the sport and really learn the rule. A lot of lock my hands. I'm always, I've always been a lot of lock my hands in every sport I've done before. And now I'm not allowed to. So there's a lot of trouble with that stuff. And it definitely was. Hey, D, we're having a little trouble. Uh, it's kind of frozen up. I don't know if you can still hear me. If you can, can you just try to refresh, um, refresh that page and come back to the exact same page and, and put the exact same password in? Um, hopefully that will fix this issue. Hopefully you can hear me. I can hear you, Mark. Okay. Hey, can you go ahead and try to refresh your page and just log back in the exact yeah. same way you did? We'll see if that fixes this issue. Just refresh it or go back? Uh, refresh and then put the same password in that, that you used the first time. Oh, maybe you don't uh, need okay. to put the password in. Just hit refresh. How's that? Check, check. I think we're better. Are we good? Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 it was choppy, but I think I heard you right. You, you didn't even know what a tournament was, let alone the state tournament, right? You, you got on a bus and yeah. we're going facing another team. Um, but maybe, maybe, and I was kind of cutting out. But I think you said by the end of your freshman year, you kind of had a grasp of a season dual meets tournaments and like the idea of a postseason in, in the states. Is that was that right? Yeah. And you right said right. states. Is that right? Not state. States. It's definitely states. It's not state. <laughs> Because it's nationals. Yes, nationals and I, I, everything we do. It's the blaze. It's the double A's. Nationals. Love Worlds. It. Yeah. So, so when did you, and I maybe you answered this, but it was a little choppy. When did you like, you saw that, when did you, and then when did you start to set goals and what did those goals look like? Uh, in the beginning, to, to be over 500, toward, like towards my sophomore, I was like, let me be over 500. And I was like, you know, I ended up having a decent season where I was like 27 and like 11 opposed to like 7 and 8 or whatever. Actually, year. Uh, slowly got better and better. And then towards the end, it was like, you know, 30 and 4 and then like 30 and 6 or something like that. 30 and 4 and 32 and 4. Uh, so definitely gotten, slowly gotten better and better. But it was never uh, a superstar, you know? Sure. Um, so that, that's just kind of, you know, because I, I feel – Certainly, I feel like it's such a advantage, but I, I do I did have a love for a sport that maybe some people wouldn't have. Uh -huh. um, starting starting so early, you know, you see a lot of kids burn out, and I just loved it. I loved everything about it. Sure. Um, so so did you? Were you a state qualifier? Were you a district placer? Were you no, state? Just all section, two time all section. All two time all section. Okay. Yeah. Um, so so you coming out of high school. I don't know, how soon did you get into coaching, and, and why did you get into coaching? How did that happen, and how did we get to where we are today? So, basically, after high school, uh, my, my high school, my high school club coach, Torres, said, you know what, you have to start, uh, you should start coming coaching with me at Horace Greeley High School, and that's where I started. I started coaching their high school program. Uh, we, were, we were successful right away. That was all his work, and I just kind of came into a pretty good situation. Um, and I just started coaching right away, and then eventually I came back to the club that I was at in high school, and I started coaching the club as well. Okay. 
What what is it that you liked about coaching and that you do like about, about coaching? Um, I just love giving back to the kids. I really do. I enjoy being around the kids and helping them out and, and seeing them reach their goals. Biggest thing is I, I like seeing kids reach their goals and um and that's what's most important to me. Uh, seeing the kids' success and seeing how excited they are when they accomplish their goals or when they hit a move that they're doing. It's just all it's all great and see them see them just be successful and go through some struggles and find ways out of it. Yeah. Um, and kind of how did you get to, to the point where you're, you're, you're running your own club today, right? And you're coaching a lot of kids, um, I think locally and around the country. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, then I was, at, I was at a club that I went to in high school. Um, and then eventually uh, I, was, I was coaching at the Flow, at Flow Nationals and a bunch of high-level tournaments had you know, some champions there at Super League 2. And um, eventually when COVID hit, uh, I kind of branched out, you know, I kind of had to do my own thing to where um, it was, it wasn't just locally, right? I started to go out to, uh, Roman invited me out to Roman Bravo, and then during COVID, when we were shut down, we had gotten shut down, uh, and then I had to go out to Arizona, where I worked with Roman, and then uh, some Arizona kids, and actually, for the Mueller match, he didn't have a coach, so he actually reached out to me, and was like, hey, could you come and coach me? I was like, yeah, of course, I will. So I started working with him a little bit for that Mueller match. Um, and then eventually Arizona started getting shut down. So I went back to New York for a couple of weeks. And then a kid I was working with in Arizona had moved to PA and asked me to come out and work with him and a couple of his buddies for uh, Super Area 2. So I started, I went out there and uh, I basically lived in that Waynesburg area and worked with all those kids there. Um, and then eventually, I, eventually we went to Super Area 2. Kids did really well. Um, all throughout this time, Brands is growing. And then I came back uh, to New York, worked at the club for a little bit longer. And, you know, now I'm, I thought it was time for me to start my own thing. Awesome. Awesome. And hey, I, we're going to take a quick break because your, your video is frozen, but we're going to get the audio synced up. So we're going to take a quick break on the show. Um, you, you hang tight and we'll get this whole situation fixed up.
All right, Katie, um, everything's fixed up here. I kind of wanted to jump back. I mean, basically, you're saying while COVID was kind of a nightmare for a big majority of the world, it was kind of good for you. Not that what you want, what the reason it happened, but considering the circumstances, things kind of worked out well for you. Kind of go into that and, and how that worked out for you. Yeah, so I was, uh, I was, the club had gotten shut down because we were in uh, New York and New York shut down everything. You can, you could barely leave your house uh, for only emergencies. Um, and then we ended up, I ended up getting a call from Roman. He says, come out here and hang out since we're all open. Everything's free out here. Did you know uh, Roman at this point? Or did at he call point, you kind did, of? Yeah, one of, my, one of my best friend went to college with him, Justin okay. Lopez. He was, okay. he was at Penn State with him uh, for a little while. Um, and we, we were pretty close, but, and then we got way closer during COVID. Uh, he called me over and he was like, Hey, come, come to Arizona. Everything's open here. So I go over there. And, uh, next thing he knows, he gets a call from Flo saying, Hey, we, we have a match for you uh, against Mueller and the flow card. I think it was one of the first flow cards actually. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, Hey Katie, can you train me? I can't, I don't have a coach. I don't have anything, uh, since COVID Penn State got shut down. So he couldn't go back to Penn state. So he had no coach. And I was like, yeah, I'll coach you for the tournament. Uh, it was a great experience. And at the time I was training a bunch of Arizona people in that Tucson area. Uh, in Phoenix area, and uh, I met a kid there who ended up moving to, I was training a kid there, ended up moving to PA, that Waynesburg area, and training him, and then he he gave me a call and said, hey, Super 2 is coming up, I have some high-level guys here, you know, tough tough high school wrestlers who want to train with you for Super 2, and I said, okay, I'll, I'll come out there, let me try it out, and normally I wouldn't do something like that, but since the club was closed down, I said, you know what, this is, this is a good opportunity, let me see what's going on over there, um, so I went out there, and it was it was a it was a phenomenal experience. I mean, it was just I mean, it was the people there love like I never experienced anything. People love wrestling in PA, right? I you would go I would go to the pizzeria out there, and people would be like, hey, like you see my ears, but like, hey, who are you, who are you here for? And I would tell them, like, yeah, I know that kid's whole family. Like they tell me, <laughs> big fans of the kid, and like just wrestling in PA is, is is there's nothing like it. There really isn't. Um, and I, so I coached a couple kids there. I coached a kid Rock Welsh, Mac Church, and uh, Xander Turris, and. Uh, a couple other kids there and went to Super League 2, had good results, and then came back to New York where I went back to the club I was coaching at and then eventually um, kind of branched off into my own thing. You know, unfortunately, it was not up to me, but uh, I'm happy to be where I'm at now. Sure. How do you – it's like, yeah, I coached kids in Arizona and Pennsylvania and, and I was over here and there. How does it come to be that you're coaching all these kids in all these different corners of the country? So it was, it was, it was crazy. So then COVID, it was just, there was not, there was nothing going on. So I had no, I really had no option. And this is all I do. I, all I do is coach wrestling uh -huh. um, full time. Um, so whatever opportunities would come up uh, to, to make ends meet, I would just do, you know, I would hustle and uh, whether it was some private camps, clinics uh, with Roman and private practices. Uh, whenever I'd come back to New York, I'd go back to the guys I was working with in New York, you know, and um, it just, just had to make it happen. You know, it's unfortunate, but really, I think it was a positive for me. Sure. And then, and then I guess we're still in COVID, maybe not the, the middle of it and definitely not the heart of it anymore. But have, since things have somewhat returned to normal, and a lot of states have opened up to, to whatever you can have wrestling practice. Are you in New York full time? And what, what, what does it look like on the day to day? Yeah, so I'm in New York full time now. Uh, I'm back. I'm back in New York. And, uh, you know, right now I'm opening up my club officially March 14th. Uh, but for now, I'm just kind of doing like private group training and like small classes, you know, like 
30 kids or less and uh, just getting kids ready for the state tournament. Right now we're about, um, the states are next weekend, not yeah. this upcoming weekend, but the weekend after. Um, and just kind of getting re- kids ready for that state tournament. Okay. And and post-state tournament, do you, do, do you guys take a break? Are you jumping right into freestyle? What's that look like? So I, I normally give the kids a break, like about a week, week and some change. And uh, then we come back and we're, we're right into freestyle. Like there's been a lot of people reaching out for those Virginia Beach duels and, and things like that to get my kids on there. But I just want them focusing on freestyle. I have a couple of kids here that I think can make a world team uh, and do well at the world team trials. And I, you know, I want to just get them ready and just focus on freestyle, kind of get away from folk style wrestling for a little bit. Sure. Is there, is there much of a difference other than the moves Right, which will be different. The movements, a gut wrench versus an arm chop, and you know, yeah. partier defense versus stand ups. Is there much of a difference in the in the way you coach freestyle or the structure or tempo of a practice? No, I, I, I no matter what we're doing, I kind of treat it. I maybe a little differently than most people. I kind of treat training as like a fight camp, right? So we do like a six to eight week fight camp leading up to training. Right. And it's, it's all the same. It's just the techniques are different. Right. So it's all the same type of training. And uh, just obviously the technique, the parterre is different than the top and bottom and the, ref, you know, mat wrestling. So the mat wrestling is what's different and the exposure and you know, all the things like that. Uh, but for the most part, it's the same stuff. Sure. As far as training goes. OK. Yeah. Well, and you said March 14th, you guys are you're going to be opening the gym. What's the name of it? And what's what's the vision? Right. What are you looking to do in six months or, or five or ten years? Yeah, so uh, the gym is going to be KD Training Center. Uh, we're going to be located in Yonkers, New York, out of Animals MMA in the beginning. Um, but just just trying to give back to kids and create opportunities for kids, um, for kids of all walks of life, right? Whether they're a kid who has um, tons of success, kid who has no success, kids just starting, kids who have money, kids who don't have money. I want to, you know, I'm trying to raise money to scholarship kids and do different things like that and, and bring in some uh, high level D one schools and just, just have great opportunities for wrestling in this area. And hopefully, you know, one day make it a PA, you know, make it where people want to come here to wrestle. People want to watch, come here to watch wrestling, you know? Yeah. Well, I think it's so great to help. And then help eventually, help. Yeah, go hopefully, ahead. yeah, go ahead. And then eventually, hopefully I'll have my own facility. That'd be great. You know, I think it's, I think it's awesome that, you you have this most passion and this is what you're putting all your energy towards is is coaching a wrestling club, and you didn't start till till ninth grade. Can you even imagine had you just said no? I'm just going to keep on with jujitsu. You think you'd still be doing jujitsu today? Uh definitely, definitely. Yeah. I, think I would still probably be competing. Um, definitely. If I if I had if I had done stuck, stuck with the jujitsu, definitely would have probably still been doing jujitsu teaching. Um, but I imagine I would have been at least, I would have been coaching for sure. Yeah. This is a really broad question, but I'm going to ask it. What do you like most about coaching? And it could be in the room. It could be on the, you know, in the competition. It could be, have nothing to do with a wrestling mat at all. I love the relationships built in wrestling. I, I do. I value relationships and the, the, the amount of relationships I've built, you know, in wrestling are priceless. I can't put a number on how important those relationships are to me and how they help me grow and um, get to the point I'm at today, really. So I don't know where I'd be without them. So I, I really value relationships and, um, and, and, and seeing the kids success. I love seeing kids uh, reach their goals. And uh, that, that's, that's what I love about wrestling and coaching wrestling the most. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're starting to wind down here, but I got, I got a little game. I like to play with, with our, our guests and I, I want to play it with you. And, 
you know, just thinking back and thinking about um, one, two matches that you wrestled at any point in your career, right? And just ones that stick out to you. Um, I'm thinking about like one win that really, you know, it's called wins and whoopings, right? So like your best yeah. win or your favorite win or your most impressive or you're just a, a most memorable because this guy beat you a bunch and then you came back and finally beat him or, or whatever it is. Um, maybe it's just a, a, when you laid the hammer down on somebody. And then yeah. one one on the opposite end, like just a, a, an ass whooping you took that, that might have humbled you or, or you just remember because this guy beat the crap out of you because we've all had ass whoopings and we've all had wins we're really proud of or are memorable for us for whatever reason. So I'm looking for one, one win, one loss that stand out from your wrestling career that, that, that you remember. So a win was uh, my senior year. Unfortunately, um, you know, there was only one kid that I, I, that I had trouble, you know, two kids that lost to the whole season, but one kid that I, gave me a lot of trouble. Um, and I ended up beating him my last match of high school uh, for third and fourth. And, you know, it was like, I had to come back and I was like, I'm going to fight this. I'm going to fight hard to beat this kid. And uh, I worked, I worked really hard to beat him. And uh, what, you know, it wasn't easy, but that, that was probably my most memorable, memorable win was beating that kid for third and fourth after losing to him two or three times during the season. And then my most memorable loss was at, at actually at the journeyman tournament. Um, and I, I actually lost to a kid who was uh, ranked like number two or number one in the nation. And I kept it close. And I was like, I not, not kept it close. I wrestled him hard. I took him down. Uh, once or twice, and I was like, "Hey, I could compete with these guys," and it really opened up my eyes to and built confidence in me. And uh, you know, that that was probably my most memorable loss. Okay. Did you say your most memorable win was the last one, your last match? Yeah, yeah. So it was third, third place, third place. And uh, you know, I was a kid. I lost to a couple times. And I was like, I need to find a way to beat him. I can't, I can't end my high school high school career on a loss. And uh, you know, I, I fought, I fought back. Um, ended up beating him in a close match. I think it was, you know, I scored a takedown with like. 20 seconds left and wrote him out uh, to, to win the twin third. That's awesome Place because there. if I'm understanding this correct, that you didn't advance, but you no. still, but you still, you, so you could have just hung your head and whatever, but you still fought through yeah. and, and came back. And I think that's pretty, that's, that says something. It would have been very easy at that point to just pack it in and, uh, and, 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 and just be done with it. But I, you know, I had to fight back and uh, I really wanted that one. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic, man. Um, that's a really cool story. And, 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 it, and it, like I said, it says something about you. So, um, and I appreciate you coming on here today and kind of sharing with us where you came from and, and where you're at today and, and kind of some plans for the future. And, and, you know, before we get out of here, I want to give you the last word to say anything you want to say, plug what you want to plug or just give a shout out or inspiration, yeah. joke, t sing a song. <laughs> yeah. No, I won't be singing today, but no, I just <laughs> want to thank all the people that helped me get to where I'm at today. You know, uh, just and then my uncle Sam and uh, Uncle Tony. I don't know if you know Uncle Tony, but I think you had oh, him yeah. on here actually. Definitely, Uncle Tony's helped me out. Uh, he's given he's given back to this club big time, and uh, he's, he's provided opportunities for kids who don't have tons of uh, money to to come in some of the clinics and camps I've held. Um, and just everyone who's helped me along the way, I appreciate all. I appreciate all. Awesome. Well, KD, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, we wish you the best of luck moving forward and continued success. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, man. Have a great day. Bye-bye. All right. Adios. All right, folks. And that's going to do it for today's show. It was a good one. Um, great week of shows. Great week of guests. We're going to do it again. And uh, we'll, we'll keep them coming. Kyle Klingman will be back after he gets to the Iowa State Tournament. So lots of high school state tournaments on flow this weekend. Get your fill. And we'll see you next time. Adios.